celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And let us not forget your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, animal communicator Joey Turner, dog father Joey Villani, and ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the team, dog trainer Alan Cable. Let's all bow, please. <laughs> Ow, I hit my head. <laughs> You, well, you guys aren't supposed to bow at the same time yeah, facing that was, each other. <laughs> well, I didn't know there was an order here. <laughs> uh, Alan comes to us. Now, you're actually originally from Brooklyn is what I'm finding out? Yes, I'm a, I was evicted. They threw me out. I wasn't tough enough for those people. So well, they sent you to California, huh? They sent me away. <laughs> I, I, I was I just, just couldn't I couldn't immerse myself in the lifestyle of telling people that they were jerks all the time, and and I I couldn't be in front of the pizza line and get pizza. I couldn't do what New Yorkers ah, do. I understand that. Wait, so they're saying with the rest of the wimps, okay? Back out to California <laughs> with me, okay? They they ship me out too, but they ship me out because um I was on the most wanted list in New Jersey, ah, so you know to get away to was it a mafia you know, thing? Yeah. I thought it was the witness protection program or something like that. That's no, listen, no. I would never. I'm not a rat there, sir. I'm not a rat. I wouldn't be on witness protection. <laughs> I was on the least wanted list in New Jersey. <laughs> and you uh, you have a lot of dogs at home. We've actually had you on before. You filled in for that other guy. And uh, we liked you so much, we figured we'd have you back. What are the dogs you have at home? You Like a huge dog, don't you? Well, you know, I've got my mother-in-law. She's a beautiful, oh, beautiful wow. dog. Jeez. And then I've got my dog, Rudy. He's a real sweet dog. You know, I got one. I got one big, giant mutt. That's what he is. He's a lab shepherd mix. Is that Rudy? Oh, that's my mother-in-law. Rudy? Oh, say hi to him, her. Okay, well, one 405 Send your complaints, too. <laughs> Nothing's changed here. A dog father, Joey Villani, is here also answering your questions. Back in studio last week, of course, out in uh, Joy Z. Were you in, it was in, no, you were in Rhode Island. No, Rhode Island. War, Warwick. 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 You're still working on that, aren't you, Joey? And I thought I was perfect, I thought. You were the best in show judge. That's know, right, baby. And I that. picked a good dog, okay? And that winner, what, picked up five grand or something like that? Five Gs, a nice trophy, some notoriety, you know, covers in the industry, you know, all that kind of jazz. You all are Twitter because you have the ability to make a decision that's going to affect somebody's life so much. There you go. On the show today, Wendy Diamond. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what was going on? What, 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 what did that? you ask him? What, what did you ask him? You know what? I'm he not does. even sure. Yeah, he doesn't even know. Wendy Diamond's on the show today. Now, as we all know, you probably read it in the papers. She is the mother of a dog who just had the most expensive dog wedding in history. It started out with Lucky, but it was supposed to be Lucky's, Lucky's wedding, but unfortunately buddy, buddy he passed. passed away. So now it was he baby. He wasn't too lucky that day. No, no, yeah. he wasn't. So now it's Baby Hope who got Baby married. Hope. Baby Hope Diamond. And it's a Guinness record, world's most expensive wedding, coming in between one hundred and fifty and $200,000. For dogs. Also on the show today. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Did somebody get that? Did someone get the door, please? Yeah. We're doing, trying to do a radio show over here. Unbelievable. Mailman. Also on the show today, comedian Paula Poundstone will be joining us, or so I hear. Rumor she, has it. Rumor has it. She has not confirmed, but we understand she'll be calling in just That's a minute. That's a big one. It is. Yeah. She's on tour now with her lovely family. Wow. And uh, you know what? Called her about a week ago. I said, let's get you on the show. Let's talk about your tour. And she said, I didn't know. I'm on vacation with my family next week. I really don't have five minutes for Animal Radio. And I said, we have an affiliate where you're not selling tickets. And she said, oh, okay. So hopefully she'll be calling today 
So we can help help her sell those, sell those tickets. tickets in Jamestown, one of our affiliates, WJTN. If you're listening on WJTN, she really needs to sell out that concert. <laughs> uh, we'll also have tickets to give away to Paula Poundstone today right here on Animal Radio. Stacy Cohen working in the newsroom. What's going on, girlfriend? Well, the Summer Olympics are underway, and it's so exciting to see all these guys competing. Michael Phelps... Uh, adopted a dog at the end of November last year, and this was on uh, the Today Show. He was doing something where he had to walk out with these um, rescue dogs, mm-hmm. and you know what? He took one home, and guess <laughs> what he is teaching that dog to do? What? I'll tell you. Coming okay. up. Three guesses on Animal Radio News. I I'm, I don't know. I'm going to stick around just for that, just to find out. <laughs> If you could see Judy mouthing uh, that smoking a joint. Is that what he got busted for? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bogart that, man. Listen, he ain't going to have the dog smoke up his stash on him. We'll head to the phones next. 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Judy's screening your calls. Hal Abrams. <laughs> For Alan Cable, dog trainer extraordinaire, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Dr. Debbie. A lot of calls for uh, Alan today. We've got some calls. Yes, we do. I noticed We've got not, some calls just for you. Not as many. Poet didn't even know it. Yeah. Feeder Longfellow, they don't show it. There you go. I see Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog is answering <laughs> calls again, too. Which yes. is, are these cats or dogs calling her? Who's I talking don't know. to her? Is she using up our minutes? She is. We might no. have some important calls. You might want to get her off the phone. <laughs> okay, lady. Uh, that's <laughs> so you answer. don't have one of those prepaid cards, <laughs> no, do you? I don't. No. Good. Uh, <laughs> a prepaid dog card. That's great. That's hey. right. You know, those chihuahuas, they don't stop. <laughs> it you... looks like a leg. The dog card. <laughs> 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 That's a cute idea. Get on that right after the okay. show. I think there's I'll something in there. <laughs> I see in Calgary, if you're listening in Calgary, and I don't think we have any listeners in Calgary. but if It you could have, be online. It could be. Okay, if you're listening online or the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. Uh, in Calgary, you're very lucky because you can actually make money with your dog droppings. They're uh, studying them. They, they're looking what? for gastrointestinal parasites. So the city of Calgary is sponsoring a study where some 6,000 dog owners that live near city parks wishing to participate may leave their pet's poop outside their doors to be picked up. Mm. You know, I'm going to do oh. that. I'm going to be in Canada. I'm leaving I'm, oh. I'm leaving tomorrow. What, what are you doing in I'm Canada? Gonna bring, I'm going to bring dog droppings with me, and I'm going to make some money. That's huh. beautiful. That's that, a beautiful that is, sentiment. That is. Yeah. Right? It's a good idea, isn't it? Alan, you want to call me? How about... Just how about don't you got, you got dog droppings? You got a bag of dog droppings Just don't sit next to him on how, the plane. How about, <laughs> how about if we leave our own outside the door to see if the nerds oh, can You know, I would love to, I'd love to put that in the luggage and send it through and just to see what they would think. Uh, TSA would have fun. Yes. <laughs> I always like to mess with TSA. <laughs> Let's uh, hit the phones, one 405 8405 That is toll-free. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Our brand-new dog trainer, Alan Cable. Dog father, Joey Villani, or animal communicator, Joey Turner, for you right now. Hey, Ray. Welcome to the show. Uh, hello, Dr. Debbie. Um, Hi. Oh, I have a 13-year-old male American red tabby okay. who who's, appears to have glaucoma. Uh, okay. What uh, what you see is two clear glass balls. There is no uh, what what's it called iris. You pupil? can't see the like the pupil. Yeah. Okay. It's none. Uh, people come. I mean, I live at a, a senior citizens complex. My neighbors come around and say, "Whoa, you know, 
In fact, they pointed it out to me before I noticed it. Now, is he able to see? Are you noticing vision problems? You know, that little guy is just doing fine. He's healthy. He's doing everything he used to. He's a little more skittish than normal. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, oh. His right eye uh, is a, um, a bit swollen. A couple of uh, people who have had some experience with uh, veterinarian care have said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, his right eye is uh, especially. Uh, but it's not watery or it's just bigger. Yeah. And any time we have a, a pet's eye where it actually visibly looks bigger than the other one, then we definitely worry about things like glaucoma, which is basically an increase in the fluid pressures inside the eye. And as that escalates, it can actually make the eye look enlarged. Um, and if that is carried on for some time, we can also see some changes to the pupil in the eye so that um, basically you can almost see into the back of their eyes. There's very little colored iris to the eye that you can see. Um, if that's going on, I would definitely be suspicious of glaucoma, although there can be some other diseases, um, some retinal diseases that can sometimes have a similar appearance, at least with the pupil. So for a pet like this, I would say my number one thing is really to, to, to get a good look inside the eye and, you know, to start with a pressure on the eye. Kind of like when you go to the eye doctor and they do that horrible puff of air test. And I tell you, I, I hate it every time. Oh, I tried yeah. my hardest to keep my eyes open. Thankfully, <laughs> we don't do that test to our animals. Um, there's an, actually, a, we put a little anesthetic on the eye and we measure pressure with an instrument. Of course, they don't tell me they don't think it's, you know, scary as the puff of air test, but, you know, I think it's better. So, um, but that would be definitely what I would see about doing for your kitty because that one test may help us decide where we need to go with things. Um, if we do have true glaucoma where there's a high pressure, that can be horribly painful. And even though pets don't always complain, it can, it can certainly be very uncomfortable. Um, and in kitties, they're a little challenging because they don't develop often glaucoma just by itself being a genetic problem. It's usually secondary to other kind of problems in their body. So when we see that, we definitely say, okay, we got to look this kitty over and make sure we don't have other um, infections or tumors in the eye or other types of body conditions that can cause this increase in pressure. Um, but it is really, it can be very uncomfortable and it became, becomes a quality of life issue for many kitties um, that if we can't control it with medicine, um, in some cases we'll actually go to the discussion of, you know, if we got a big painful swollen eye it's a uh, palliative um, step to remove pain to actually remove the eye and do an enucleation surgery. So I don't discount that possibility if we have true glaucoma and you don't want to mess with medicine or it's beyond hope and the eye is un- unable to see. Um, but I really think that, you know, number one would be we, we need to get this pet into the vet so we can take a look down that eyeball and uh, get, get you a better idea what you might be facing there. Uh, Dr. Debbie, um, that certainly is my concern, and I investigated. I called uh, three, uh, quote, regular veterinarian services, and they each uh, declined uh, uh, because uh, and, and referred me to a, a cat or an animal eye specialist. Okay. And then I called the animal eye specialist and discovered that one of those that's uh, in uh, my area uh, visits here one day a month and uh, the the cost of a normal visit is like two and a half times the normal visit and uh, and I estimate and and then the eye drops uh, which you know even for human uh, 
glaucoma uh, is quite expensive, like $68 a month. I'm going, yeah. oh, uh, if I walk into the specialist's office, i got to have 350 or more dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I, you know, Tommy's a great buddy for all these years, but I don't have $350. Yeah, and you know, and I guess I can't comment on the capability or the comfort level of the veterinarians in the area, but uh, we have specialists, and we have a whole bunch of different eye doctors here in our Vegas area. But it's something where, um, as a practitioner, as a kind of family practice of veterinarian, I'm very comfortable at least making the initial diagnosis and, and treatment. So I might encourage you to kind of look around, uh, maybe call around a little bit more, because it isn't uh, a hard distinction to make at least that initial call so that you can be armed with more information about whether you truly do have glaucoma or if your kitty has some other condition that's affecting the retina and really not causing any pain to the eye at, at all. Well, In that uh, case, you might not need any therapy. So for me, I'd say, yeah, that would be my first uh, recommendation for you is to see if you can find a veterinarian that at least has what they uh, can measure a pressure in your kitty's eye in their office and see if you can sidestep that maybe that specialty referral and, unless you really need to. I mean, thank you for reminding me or letting me know that it could be something other, something small, something not such a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, so how do I go about, you know, I just, just keep calling veterinarians, hoping to find someone that... Uh... You know, there there are, um, you may have some resources with the local ophthalmologist. So if, if you talk to their office and say, hey, you know, I, I don't know if I need a referral. Is there someone in the area that does have um, an ability to do eye pressures in general practice? And they may have a, a relationship with, specialists know what vets in the area have certain capabilities. So they may be able to even direct you to say, okay, here's that initial visit. Then we can see if you need that referral afterwards. If you have any problems, email me back, and I'll see if I know anyone in the area that I can direct you to. And by the way, her email address, DocDebbie, D-O-C-D-E-B-I-E, at AnimalRadio.com. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable. But we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty A Go Go is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty A Go Go look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. And since you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kittyagogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kittyagogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. You love your pets but should anything ever happen to your furry friend could you really afford it with pet insurance from protectyourbubble.com you can get up to 90 percent reimbursement for covered charges use any licensed vet and cancel at any time let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses visit protectyourbubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387 that's 855-792-7387 underwritten by united states fire insurance company may vary by state. 
Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Hey everybody, this is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say, you, right now, want to take, wait, give me the line again, my brain stiffed. <laughs> Brett Michaels. I just had one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead, do that, don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal Radio, Brett Michaels and Animal Radio. You got it. I knew the Animal Radio, like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels, you're listening to Animal Radio, and take care of your pets, they will rock your world. My friend, it's toll-free to Dr. Debbie, Alan Cable, Dog Father Joey Volani, or Animal Communicator Joy Turner. And I think we have one for Joy right now. We're going to Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi. How are you doing? What's up? Well, I had to um, put down my beloved quarter horse mare two weeks ago. And I'm just wondering how she's doing. Okay, Susan, can you tell me her name, please? Yes, her name was Lacey. Okay, oh, and it's funny, I've, there's quite a few Laceys that come when I call for that, so okay, okay. which kind her, of a horse is your Lacey? She was a gray quarter horse mare, 22, and her registered name um, is Lacey Blue Smoke. Okay, great. There she is. Um, she actually tells me to tell you, breathe a sigh of relief because she is... So can you tell me what happened that you needed to have her put down? Um, apparently she colicked. She'd never, I've had her for 20 years. I'm sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> and um, she had a mild colic about five weeks ago, and we treated her and she got over it. And then two weeks ago at 2 o'clock in the morning, she colicked again, and this time it was very, it was just very She's- bad. She says to tell you, Susan, to, if it helps you to feel better, that she actually thinks she had some kind of an obstruction. Yes. And, I mean, other than the colic, something that was causing the colic from the first colic. Yes. She thinks that she did the best she could do. She thinks you really did the best you could do. And she wants to know if there's something that she can say or do for you that will help you feel better about it. I don't know. <laughs> um, did she cross the rainbow bridge? And were there She's, other people on the other side to greet her? Oh, she says there were so many humans and so many animals, including other horses. She's, and she wants you to know that no one ever leaves their body without having a whole crowd there waiting for them and helping them, and they throw kind of like a big party because that one is welcomed home. It's like that soul has been gone for a long time. And so when she came back home again, they were all there to welcome her home. So she had lots of support, lots of love. She knew earlier in that nighttime that she would probably be leaving 
And she says what her soul has told her is that she would have gotten sick in a way that would not have been very pleasant if she hadn't left her body in this way. Yeah. So it would have been a more long out, long drawn out kind of an illness thing. And her soul thought that this would be the easiest, most pleasant way for both you and her. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you're able to see this or not, but um, can you tell if there were certain people waiting for her on the other side? She just gave me a big grin, and she says, everyone that you have ever known and everyone that has ever loved you was there welcoming her. Okay. And, sweetie, if you would like to have a longer conversation with her, you're so perfectly welcome to contact me directly, and we can do a private session with her. Okay. I might, if that would help you. How, how would I um, do that, Joy? Go to my website, joyturner.com, okay, and there's contact information for phone and email there. Because she's got a lot she wants to say to you. Okay. Okay. She also wants you to think about having another horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Susan, our heart goes out to you. Thank you for your call today. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405. That's the number to connect toll-free with our dream team, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, or Dr. Debbie. Ah, that could only mean one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, dog father Joey Villani brought to you by protectyourbubble.com get help with your large vet bills find pet insurance with great coverage for less than a dollar a day protectyourbubble.com and here's a gentleman who used to look like a bubble but no longer how are you doing do you know i how come i had a feeling you were going to go there i mean as soon as i heard protect your bubble for some reason or another i i, I really did i said up oh, okay well i'm waiting for the wisecrack to come but that's all right, that's I always, right. i'm you're, doing you're debubbled you are debubbled now but uh it's, I'm, I'm debubbling i'm not debubbled yet i'm debubbling okay if that makes any sense so i'm protecting my bubble how's that <laughs> or not protecting it hey listen know what i want to talk about this week is, i have um, no idea i've been well that's why i'm here i'm going to tell you um, and make sure you're listening there, Alan. You too, okay? I'm um, trying, man. What I'm, I'm going focused. to stay focused. I'm going to talk about people. I mean, I talk about having your dogs groomed all the time, every four to six weeks, going to Joey Villani and spending a lot of money. But honestly, <laughs> the truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is this. Every dog and cat out there, well, not every cat, but, but, but all your long-haired cats, they need some sort of grooming. They need to be bathed. They need their nails cut. They need their ears cleaned. And most people don't know how to do this um, at home or can't afford to go to the, your local groomer. So I have a, some really, really good alternatives. Here, get closer to your it, mic, it, buddy. Get closer to your mic there. Like standing on the other side mic, of you know, There you go. You're just like on the other side are. of the studio. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? Is, is I talk with my hands. So yeah. uh, how's that? Is that better? You're wearing Joey, what's that cologne? That's the, isn't that amazing? Really Every week, it's 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 you, great. You like stuff. that, huh? Th- th- thank you very much. That's a that's a dog cologne that I'm wearing, actually. Okay, focus, anyway. guys, focus. <laughs> anyway, if you can't afford your grooming, there's a lot of alternatives, and the best alternatives that I found is number one, look in your local Yellow Pages or get online and see if you got a vocational school around you. Now, most vocational schools that are connected with the high schools that offer careers, okay, um, as you're going to high school, a lot of them offer pet grooming. Pet grooming in these places are mostly, and I'm not going to say all of them because I know some may charge a nominal amount, but most of the time are free. 
And the good thing about it is, is these people in the beginning of their careers, because a lot of people say, well, I don't want to bring my pet to a school because I'm worried. But they're in the beginning of their careers. They're not burnt out. They love pets um, probably more than anyone at that point in time. Um, so it's not like they've been doing it 20 years and it's a mundane job. So you're getting someone that's going to treat your pet right. The haircuts may come out to um, okay to exceptional. Okay, but if you can't afford it and you need it done anyway, I would go to it. The other thing you could do is look up and see if there's a local grooming school around. If there's a local grooming school, then again, they will also charge at discounted prices, professional type um, quality. But will they do a good job? Um, That's the question. I mean, they're practicing, right? You know, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. When when I owned my school, we probably and I'm not just saying this. But we probably did as good or better uh-huh. than most of the grooming salons in the area because your instructors have to stay on top of you, especially with me there, because my whole thing is if a grooming gets that bad, I want to know where my instructor was at that point in time because you mm-hmm. need to have eyes in the back of your head. So it, my instructors knew that if grooming was poor, you're not doing your job because you need to be on top of these people. So, And I think most grooming schools are like that. So... You know, and the other thing is how is even if it's not the best grooming in the world, your dog is still getting cared for. You're still getting the ears clean. You're still uh-huh. getting the nails cut. And remember one thing with groomers. We're going to find things probably before anyone else because we're going to see a dog on a regular base. We're going to know everything. We're going to know every mole, every lump and bump on your dog. When something changes, we tell Mrs. Jones, look, um, I think your dog has the beginning of an ear infection. Wow. She goes to the vet and gets it taken care of. Well, something more serious where a lump, where it could be cancerous, okay? But your local groomer just found it. It was taken care of. It's nothing anymore. So think about it. It can be very cheap, or you can come to me and get the best job in the world, and I'm going to charge you for that. But that's just how it is. <laughs> and that's what I have this week, guys. There you Not go. You know, Joey, can I ask you to do me a favor? Can I ask you to be at the forefront of the grooming industry of the business? And I, I want you to be an improviser. I want you to be a leader. You want me to? T- I, I, will, I will try my best, I promise. I what, promise what, I'll try you- that for you. Can you change what you're doing to the poodle dog? I mean, why why do we have ah, to do that? Paint the nails and fluff there. It. The poor dog walks by a mirror and says to himself, "What have they done to me? I'm a dog." <laughs> you, you know what, Alan? And, and 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 I can I can agree with you and disagree both because when I first got into this into this industry, okay, and I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, who would even walk this dog? And now I look at it as a piece of art. When it's done right, you're like, "Wow, who did that? That's pretty damn good." So I. I, I've changed my viewpoint, so I kind of disagree with you now, only because you know I, I got that I guess poodle mentality now. But I can understand, I can relate to you there. Yeah, I'm just thinking from the poodle's point of view, the poor poodle. That's all I'm thinking about. I agree with Alan there. I think <laughs> I, it's so humiliating for them. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're heading back to the phones next. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. The heart health benefits are enormous. 
Thankfully, the Mega Red Soft Gel is not. Mega Red 100% Pure Omega-3 Krill Oil from Schiff. Just one small Mega Red per day supports your heart health. And unlike fish oil soft gels, Mega Red Soft Gels are easy to swallow with no fishy smell or aftertaste. Big heart health benefits. One small soft gel. Mega Red Omega-3 Krill Oil from Schiff. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. What's your drawing? It's our house. That's you. Oh. Me. Uh-huh. Mom and Josh. Wow. Playing ball. You are becoming quite the artist. When you're a kid, you don't know that home ownership builds communities. That owning a home contributes to higher self-esteem and better test scores. You just know that home is where you play, grow, and learn. The National Association of Realtors wants you to know that home ownership matters to our families, our neighborhoods, and our country. Learn more at HouseLogic.com slash homeownership. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, there's a hospital in India that's attracting more than human patients. India's NDTV says some visitors at the government medical college in Hamu were alarmed to see a monkey that was lounging in one of the emergency ward beds. The monkey reportedly spent about three hours napping there and is also said to have stolen some fruit that a guest was bringing to a relative. Meanwhile, a pack of dogs had taken up residence in the facility's doorway. That's the place I want to have brain surgery at. The Hamu and Kashmir chief minister admits to being shocked by the images of the monkey in the hospital and plan to check with an official about the matter, but the hospital superintendent denies that monkeys and dogs are invading the facility. He tells India's IANS news service that the photo and videos are fake, and he accused the media of just cooking up that story. Sorry, allergic dog lovers, there's a new study that's been published in the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology that claims that hypoallergenic canines had more allergy-causing protein in their fur than did dogs without the label. According to Live Science, the report concluded that the term hypoallergenic is actually a misnomer and it's not based on any evidence whatsoever. Dog breeds classified as hypoallergenic, poodles, Spanish water dogs, labradoodles. I think the president's, that that French dog they have, was also one of those hypoallergenic dogs because one of their kids has allergies. But they're believed to produce less dander and saliva and shed less fur. However, researchers at the Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit, Michigan, found no scientific basis to support that claim whatsoever. There's a kayaker who is safe now after a close encounter with a great white shark in the water off Massachusetts' Nosset Beach. A sharp-eyed paddleboarder spotted the shark and yelled to the kayaker who didn't know the shark was trailing him. The New Hampshire man managed to paddle back to shore unscathed. Other beachgoers also took the cue. They quickly left the water. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. The beach was open to swimming again a couple of hours later. A video of the shark following that kayaker is on YouTube if you'd like to see it. Well, in uh, 2008, Phelps swam away with eight gold medals in the Summer Olympics, the most gold medals ever won in a single Olympics. But he also won the gold, at least in my eyes. He adopted a homeless dog from the Animal Care and Control of New York in 2011. 
Phelps' love at first sight moment came when he was appearing on the Today Show and he was recruited to walk out with one of the adoptable pets in a From Bow to Wow segment. Well, after the show, Michael adopted the adorable nine-month-old pep. He renamed her Stella. And the word from Today in London is that she's going to learn how to swim. Phelps even tweeted a photo of Stella saying she looks ready to jump off the dock. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call Communicator Joey Turner, bridging that gap. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Alan Cable, our brand new dog trainer. And Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions here. Uh, Toll free. Coming up in just a few minutes, Paula Poundstone. Comedian Paula Poundstone on tour right now across the country. And we'll talk to her about uh, her animal, what she's got going on furry in her life. Uh, Also on the way, oh, is she here right now? Oh, this is really cool. Wendy Diamond is joining us. Hi, Wendy. How are you doing? Oh, great, thank you. You've had a busy week, have you not? Oh, to say the least, absolutely. Let's uh, bring listeners up to date that might not know. You just had the most expensive pet wedding in history. 
I just, yeah, my uh, my dear beloved Lucky uh, passed away June fifth, and we she had you know canine cancer. She had spleen cancer and was given three months to a year to live, and this was going to be her uh, last celebration to honor everything she's done in her career of creating the first ever pet fashion show to promote animal rescue and you know Yappy Hour we created in a decade ago, and we created so many amazing events to promote animal rescue and adoption and to raise money for homeless animals and. And this is going to be your last event. So uh, we had a $300,000 wedding. Wow. All, everybody donated. Everyone from the Jeremiah Essex House to Harriet Rose Katz, the number one wedding planner, to um, a seven-piece orchestra, to Halo gave us a whole doggy buffet. It was one of the most beautiful events in the history. You might have seen it on Entertainment Tonight or the Today Show. It was everywhere. And we got a Guinness World Record for the most expensive pet wedding that we didn't have to pay for, thank God. That was a celebration of Lucky's life and to honor baby Hope, who I just adopted. I was fostering, and I'm a foster failure now because I adopted her. And That's yeah. the idea with fostering, though. They always put that little puppy or the kitten in your hand and say, oh, yeah, just take care of this little one. I want to hear about the wedding. It was about 75 dogs there. We had ring bearer dogs. We had flower dogs. And we had Triumph, the insult comic dog, officiate the wedding. It was truly <laughs> the most beautiful dog event in history. Now, and how, we got a Guinness World Record. How did you find the uh, groom? Oh, well, we had a contest. And the contest was, who should marry Baby Hope? And whoever would marry Baby Hope would live on the legacy of Lucky Diamond, my dog, in helping promote animal rescue and welfare. Mm. And so... So people voted, and they got about 700 votes, and they wow. and Chili was honored to, and I have to say, we couldn't have asked for better in-laws for Baby Hope. Oh. <laughs> now, at one time, were you uh, thinking about a chimpanzee as the groom? Hey, listen, we were open to any, any animal, any animal, but it also, it was about the parents of the animal. It was really important that we found the right family that would live on the legacy and that we, with that respect to what we were doing and everything we were doing in our lives to help promote rest. You and adoption. Couple still happy? I mean, are they getting along? Listen, I'm going to tell you a funny thing. This is why the couple's very happy. They don't need to live together, nor do they need to sleep together. They just need to partner (laughs) in promoting animal rescue and welfare. Uh, no great. honeymoon, no nothing. So did they have like a bunch uh, of toilets listen, at the they wedding? Each for the on their own honeymoon. Chili got to spend the, the weekend in New York City, and Baby Hope went to the Hamptons and 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 um, was hosting Oof. a event for uh, Last Chance for Animal Rescue. And they both are still working together and creating wonderful ideas to promote rescue and adoption. It was a really seriously. It, you have to go look at our Facebook page. It was the most beautiful animal event in history. Mm. And Cake Boss, you know, Buddy, he did the cake oh. and air on an episode of Cake Boss in the fall. You do so much good work for the animals. We we love you. And, of course, not a lot of people, well, maybe not a lot of listeners know, Wendy is the publisher of Animal Fair magazine. So if you want a great magazine, you want to pick that up there. Now, I didn't realize this, but you're kind of a cat aficionado also. Well, you know, it's so funny. My cat has no interest in the limelight whatsoever. And <laughs> I have to tell you, people don't know a lot, but there's a lot of myths about cats. So I'm very blessed. The reason why I actually started helping animals was literally because I adopted my cat, Pasha, a Russian blue from our city shelter. And Pasha was the oldest cat ready to get euthanized. And I said, oh, my gosh, this gorgeous cat, there's no way. So I adopted Pasha, which then changed my whole career, and that's where I launched Animal 
National Fair. Wow. Can you bust some cat myths for me? Oh, my God. I can, I, there's a ton of them. Which one, where do you want me to start? The biggest ones. Well, first of all, I mean, I must say, you know, I, people don't realize that milk is not good for cats. Ooh. That cats are actually, a lot of cats are lactose intolerant. It's oh. hard for them to digest. Can I give them Thank lactose Thank you for free? saying that. Can yes, I? they're lactose intolerant. Well, I know Judy has this lactose-free milk. Can I give her some of the lactose-free milk? Well, I think that, you know, that's that would be your decision. But why even bother <laughs> if it's not going to be good for them? It's not, you know, a little bit lactose. It's just not good for them. Listen, we all should be drinking more water. Okay. What other big myths do you have? Also, you know, fleas. Did you know that fleas are a year-round issue, that you can get fleas in the middle of the winter? I did not know that. I thought it was just primarily uh, hot, humid areas and during the summer. Yeah, well, you know, it's actually interesting. Because we had a mild winter, actually fleas are more rampant than ever before. Their fleas are everywhere. And if your cat goes outside once, it's actually considered an outdoor cat. Yeah, but what if your cat stays indoors and you don't have to worry about fleas? Well, let me tell you, pets, people can track in fleas. How much damage can a flea do, really? Well, to be honest with you, it's disgusting. They can actually have, (laughs) like, they can, I mean, think about it. They can have hair loss. It's actually a lot of discomfort. They could get tapeworms. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like, why would anybody want to risk that? And it's so important. What should we be doing to protect our cats? Well, I love, 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 love Advantage 2. Because Advantage 2 is easy to put on, and it actually is one of the best products in the marketplace for cats. And it's also year-round. It's once a month. You just put it in in the back through the shoulders, and it really helps kill the fleas on contact. on contact. So it's not one of those things that, they, that the fleas has to actually bite, bite. your cat? Yeah. First? Nope, they don't have to bite. So that's why I love this product, because it tell you, it's like, you know, when you're going to, you know, put something on your cat, first of all, you want to make sure, and I, you know, like, I'm humane, so I want to make sure even the fleas are okay. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> the fleas die a peaceful death. <laughs> and you know, I, well, you I, know I have to... You want to, like, listen, all of us wish that, you know right? <laughs> and can I just point out, I want to mention, Wendy brings this up. This is a great product because we need to talk about cats and sensitivity to flea products. So people need to follow proper directions. Use cat products. Don't be using your dog's flea medicine on your cat. It can oh. be very no, serious. So exactly. advantage to four kitties is four kitties and safer kitties. One flea can bite your cat up to 400 times a day. You're starting a rescue group for fleas? Yes, I am. I'm going to, yes. No, no, listen. I can only do so much in life. You know, I'm, I'm just focused on the dogs and cats mostly. Wendy, we thank you so much for spending time with us today. Visit the website catmythbusters.com. Catmythbusters.com. Go give Pasha a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. Yeah, one of the great things also, like if you go to petparents.com uh-huh. and they sign up with the community, Advantage 2 will donate up to 10,000 tubes to Adopt-A-Pet. Wow. An amazing charity for adoption. Okay, that's petparents.com. We'll put both those links up at the website at animalradio.com. Wendy, thanks so much for joining Thank us. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful Saturday. Take care. Bye. Wow. Bye-bye. <laughs> she, uh, she needs to cut that Prozac in half. 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> go to the phones next. I see you brought Boss in the studio today. What's going on? 
Oh, well, Boss is, uh, you know, he's my fit little fella. He's over a year of age now, and uh, we love to go walking, um, and he has a thing for bugs. Um, (laughs) So he likes to chase all kinds of bugs. Um, The other morning, he was chasing a big old cockroach, about two inches long. He's trying to catch it, trying to get it, could not get it. So he looks at it, pauses, tips his head, and he flops over on his side, and he rolls on it. Huh? Squish. Just like a grape. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Isn't that great? So my point is, I'm I'm telling my husband, I say, isn't he so smart? He couldn't catch that bug, and he figured out the quickest way to squish it. And my husband said, no, he just wants to roll on the stink of a bug. Well, what did he do right after he rolled on it? What was his next move? Um, well, I uh, had to yank the leash <laughs> to get him off the bug. Um, but he, he looked quite satisfied with himself. You know, he wasn't, uh, you know, trying to eat the bug or anything. He just kind of got up and went, oh, okay, okay, great. Yeah, because when, when he actually catches, when he catches bugs, what does he do? What's, what's he do if he catches a bug? Um, most of them, he just kind of nibbles on them and eats them. Now, he has not really caught <laughs> a cockroach of that size. He's, he's, very, so. he's dainty how he eats them. He nibbles on them. <laughs> he is. He's very, he's a very light eater. What can I say? But he loves was, to chase things. So he, you know, he's all terrier. So he loves chasing. It was on grass, though. He's probably rolling around in something that was there that was dead, and the bug just no, happened. They always do that. Yeah. It was on pavement. He landed on asphalt. Oh, that's he interesting. Like, I, I, I have no idea why he crushed that bug. I have no idea. That dog needs therapy. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, he's very intelligent. He's a problem solver. He's a problem. How does it math, science? What is he? What's his? <laughs> um, he excels in spatial uh, problems. <laughs> yeah, one bug minus one bug equals zero bugs. Hey, maybe he just hates cockroaches, you know? Yeah, who doesn't, you know? <laughs> so what's going on at the office this week? Any amazing cases? Oh, my gosh. We, you know, we've had tons of sore bellies. And, you know, the thing that I, I think is really important we, that I want to mention to our listeners is sore bellies aren't always just a little bit of tummy upset. Sometimes it can be something very serious. And this week I've had two pets with pancreatitis, Ooh. which can be very serious and life-threatening. And it basically I've had two little girls that came in. Um, they each had vomiting. They weren't eating. They're very uncomfortable. Um, and pancreatitis can lead to some really serious Severe complications with the liver can cause lung clots, um, electrolyte, electrolyte problems. So it really can be quite serious. Well, how do you get it? Well, it, sometimes there's no apparent cause, but in many cases it can be triggered by eating high-fat foods. Um, table foods, you know, given our treats off the table to our pets, can actually trigger this. We see a lot of pancreatitis around holidays when we share the holiday foods with pets. Um, and then there are some breeds like uh, Schnauzers um, that be, are a bit more prone to this type of problem just because of their blood uh, issues. Okay, so don't feed from the table those little table scraps is what well, you're well, You know, sometimes we do that, but we, we give her vegetables, our dog, and then if we are going to give her meat, we give her lean meat that has no fat or anything on it. Is that okay? Little well, pieces. You still, you still want to be cautious because a lot of times it's foods that dogs have eaten over and over again, and it doesn't always have to seem that rich, but it's just uh-huh. rich to their system. So you got to remember, dogs thrive on a consistent, stable diet. You know, we like the, the variation, the changes, um, but their guts actually like having boring, consistent food. Um, so they do best with it. And, and definitely, pancreatitis is a huge problem. Um, five days in the hospital, both of these babies Ooh. had to spend, and we didn't know if they were going to make it up until probably the fourth day. So anything that lasts, GI type signs, vomiting, not eating, feeling cruddy, over 24 hours, really, you know, see your veterinarian, at least have the pet evaluate it and see if it's something more. You're listening to Animal Radio. 
You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Justin Silver from CBS's Dogs in the City here on Animal Radio, just reminding you to always stay new to your pets. This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Here, taste a little bit. Doesn't it taste good? Good stuff. I'm mad. Not bad at all. I'm hungry. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Dr. Debbie is answering your questions now. By the way, if you want to email Dr. Debbie, you can do that at doc, Debbie, doc, Debbie at animalradio.com. Or you can email any one of the staff. Uh, all the details at animalradio.com. we got our addresses there. It's into spam like we get some good spam here. I'll tell you that right. Oh, quality spam. Quality spam. It's all animal related stuff. Hi Linda, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you very much. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh Pinehurst in North Carolina. Hmm, okay. Is that coastal? Uh no, it's not coastal. It's um a bit further inland, about two hours. It's there's a lot of golf around here. Is Pinehurst that is that your North Carolina golf. accent too? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't picked that up yet. No. <laughs> you are on with Dr. Debbie. Wonderful. Um, well, I wonder if you can help me, Dr. Debbie, with my little spaniel mix, Sophie. She's six years old, and she has, like, an obsessive uh, compulsive disorder that seems to be getting worse. It's a behavior where... It's, it's very hard to describe, but she'll sit down on anything soft and then she'll move her paw, fold her paw over, one of her paws over, and move it from left to right, left to right, as if she's smoothing over the surface, and she'll move her head one side to the other. And sometimes she does it, she, it becomes more rapid, and um, it's just very strange to watch, and we have to cut, try to call her, or, you know, to get her attention out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'll just stare into, uh, stare at a spot, like on the coffee table leg. She'll just stare at, <laughs> stare at things. It's like she goes into a trance almost. Okay, and when she hears your voice, does that stop the behavior? Uh, it takes a little while. It takes a few minutes. Rather than just snapping her out of it, I find mostly if, if I kind of stroke her and say, Sophie, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. She'll stop, and then she'll just put her head down. But she'll do it on any uh, soft surface, any rug or any throw or on, on and, and in her bed as well. And, okay. Um, now, and does she do any kind of drooling? Um, is there any, no. What's her anxious state? Is she alert? Is she quiet and calm? Very, she's quiet. It's just the the rapid movement that she's doing with her head and and her paw, her foot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I guess it's possible we could be dealing with something of an obsessive compulsive disorder. The only thing with that is that we tend to see an um, a state of anxiety or a heightened arousal. Um, from what you're describing, I'm actually a little bit concerned that this could be a form of a seizure disorder. 
And in in dogs, a lot of people are really familiar with the grand mal seizure and what that looks like. Um, and in dogs, they'll fall over, kick, paddle. They may lose control of their bodily functions. But we can see other degrees of seizure disorders where they can either have what we call petite mal seizures or focal seizures. Mm. And that can affect just isolated parts of the body. Um, and in some pets, a uh, petite mal seizure can be something as simple as steering off into space and kind of yeah. being out of it for a short period of time. Um, the only thing that doesn't quite fit with that is, you know, the, the soft, uh, you know, environment trigger. Um, so that's a little bit curious, but I would certainly want to get Sophie um, checked out and probably get some lab work done just to rule out for some of the more common causes of seizure disorders. Seizure disorder, um, yeah. Oh, I and, had a and that had petite mole seizure or epilepsy, and it, this is this is kind of different to that in that she and has the, both the, the soft surfaces and, and it comes and yeah. goes, and she doesn't seem to be in any pain, but just mentally... <laughs> Yeah, if she's not fully mentally with it now, and that's that's one of the big differences, and it may be hard. This might be something a good idea to uh, videotape an exposure or an episode of this, because a lot of times as the veterinarian we can't see things, and I've had right. people bring in videotapes of behavioral problems or seizure disorders, and it can really help in making an accurate diagnosis. So I would you know pull out the old uh, iPhone or the uh, videotape um, okay. uh, player and and do that because that okay. really may help. Um, in deciding. If we're leaning more towards a behavioral problem, we talk about behavioral meds, you know, maybe some anti-anxiety things. But boy, I, I, I'd say first and foremost, I'd want to make sure we're not missing something with a seizure type problem. Okay. So yeah, I, I'd check that out. Got it checked up. And I love the name, Sophie. It's so sweet. I imagine a sweet, uh, sweet little cuddly gal. Very, very cuddly. She's 20 pounds, very brown, very sweet face. I think she's crossed with Papillon. Not sure, but she's just very sweet. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. This is thank Dr. Debbie with life. Animal Radio, one 866 405-8405. We want to welcome a brand new sponsor to Animal Radio Scoop Free Ultra. It is the self-cleaning litter box that you can leave alone for weeks. It's the only... What are you giving, shaking your head for? I wasn't. Okay. I was just looking down at my pen. I didn't shake my head. Did you know it's the only self-cleaning litter box that uses disposable litter trays? Provides hands-off convenience and unbeatable odor control. I'm Gotta love you it. That. It offers three additional features for the ultimate in cat care. A privacy hood, because, you know, when you're a cat, you want privacy. Would you want to go bathroom outside in front of everybody else? No, not me personally. Offers the privacy hood as well as an adjustable rake delay and a health counter. What's a health counter? Well, it counts how many times your cat goes to the bathroom just in case you're monitoring it for, uh, you know, a problem. Like, oh, wow. Urinary tract infection there or if you're constipated, you want to know how often they hit the box. How cool is that? We're going to give one away right now, in fact. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. If you'd like to pick up on the Scoop Free Ultra with a three-pack of premium blue litters, call me now, 1-866-405-8405. You can learn more over at their website, which is scoopfree.com, scoopfree.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Over 102 stations, XM Satellite Radio, and don't forget you can get Animal Radio now on your Animal Radio app for iPhone or for Android. And you can also ask your questions. In fact, we just got a couple of questions for Dr. Debbie, and we'll hit her up in just a couple of minutes. Paula Poundstone should be on the show before, uh, before it ends sometime today. She said she was going to call in. Apparently, she's having some trouble selling tickets. Uh-oh. So uh, We're going to help her. We're going to help her with that. We'll even have some tickets to give away. Oh, exciting. Uh, that's before the end of the show today. Maybe that's why she's having trouble selling them. She's giving, giving them, them all away. away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty Agogo, bringing you six attractive litter box options and colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots. Especially suited for those smaller homes or apartments where the traditional litter box is an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish decor and make your cat look pretty hip. It's available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. I know my cat has all his cat friends wanting to come in and see it. Check out uh, yeah. his Kitty Agogo. Yeah, litter. he's been bragging. Come check out my room. Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we have on the phone is from uh, Perina, Jennifer Sutton. Hi, Jennifer. How you doing? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are y'all? Good. What are you, you're in New York City today? We are in New York City right now. We're in front of the PetSmart at Broadway and Bleecker in the Village. What are you doing? So we are promoting our Real Stories project where um, our community members and anybody can go on to our um, site, www.yourcatstory.com, and submit a story about your cat. And you will have a chance to win $5,000 in a year's supply of Purina cat food. And you can read all the other um, submissions. And they, I've read every one of them so far, and everyone is sweeter or funnier than the last. What kind of stories and, are you reading? Oh, gosh, I mean, just like cats, they just range, you know, from very sweet stories about how someone got their first cat or how they're always there for each other. Um, some of them, you know, inevitably say, well, I never thought I'd be a cat person, but, I mean, they're just, and some of them are hilarious because we know cats make us laugh so hard. Um, they're just, they're as varied as, you know, the cats we know. So we're here in the city promoting that event, and we have four what we call cat cabs. We've wrapped four cabs in our graphics. Cat and cabs? Like taxi cats. cabs? Yeah, like they're taxi cabs, but they're cat cabs. We've we've wrapped them up. You, you can hardly miss them. If you see them, you'll know. And we are offering people a free cab ride anywhere in the city if they just simply tell us a cat story. Oh, it's like cash cabs, but cat cabs. <laughs> exactly. Actually, similar. So we are, uh, like right now I said, we're in front of the Pet Smart in the village, and um, people walk up, and, you know, New Yorkers who are always just, friendly and curious and wonderful and they what's going on here and we will give you a ride anywhere in the city if you just tell us a story about your cat and they uh, how, did you, how did you teach the the cats to drive a cab yeah that's, <laughs> i'm scratching my head on you that know, one you, you joke but we've actually i think up to now we've had five different riders that did actually have their cats with them oh. so most of the most of the cats oh. have had a cat in them well that's how you get so, around in, the, in new york city yeah i'm sorry go ahead right. Doc. And my my problem and the concern I have is that most people with cats love their cats, and you guys are going to be driving around the city like nonstop. Cat stories are never ending. There's always another one. I know. Well, we we limit them to two minutes each. They're welcome to tell as many as they like, but they're going to be two minutes each because we want to be able to. Um, we're going to put them up on the website with the rest of the other stories. Okay. So um, it's we have just had the best time we've gone. You know, we started at Columbus Circle yesterday. We were in. Union Square, um, 
Tomorrow we're going to Central Park East and Madison Square Park. So we're really trying to make the city, and everywhere we go, we've been so well-received and heard the most wonderful stories. Okay, so if I'm in New York City right now, how do I get one of these cabs? So you can come to the PetSmart okay. in, at Broadway and Bleecker in the Village. And um, right now we have one cab, so there's three cabs out. They, they're pretty good about coming back every 10 minutes or so because, um, you know, the routes work that way. Okay. And... Some blue tea, uh, I mean, you'll see if there's a big blue tent, and a lot of us are walking around in blue t-shirts that say, tell us your cat story, we'll give you a cab ride. Okay, there you go, a, a cab ride for a cat story. Jennifer, That's thanks fine. so much for joining us today. You're so welcome, thank you for having me. And you can check out the website, yourcatstory.com. We're going back to the phones next, right here, 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the number is toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Say it slower, Hal. 1-866-405-8405. So I say it faster. That's toll free to Joey Turner, our animal communicator, dog father Joey Villani. Brand new to Animal Radio Alan Cable, our new dog trainer here, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. I want to dedicate this show today to Raymond Favreau. He is a 55-year-old gentleman out of Tyler, Texas. Uh, he had to plead guilty. He's going to be on five years probation, fined $150,000 payable to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Fund. And what do you do? In order to pay $50,000 in restitution to the Texas Park and Wildlife Foundation. What do you think he did? Uh, he, well, I don't know. What take did a he guess? do? Illegally obtaining white tail deer semen worth $50,000. How the heck do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? How does someone know you did it? That's Come here, a- little deer. <laughs> Come here, little deer. You're deer, deer, deer. <laughs> it, it, what's the legal way for that? How do you legally do that? You got to get a permit? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> How, how do they get? How do they get deer semen? I mean, well, how, how is that done? You have to buy the, you you buy buy the deer dinner. I've got a picture of two deer simultaneously doing number two in my front yard. <laughs> well, you live quite the life. Oh, that's wonderful. So we'll uh, kick off this hour with that in mind. Paula Poundstone, speaking of which, on the way here, uh, this hour she should be calling. She's on tour and she'll be visiting with us talking about her animals. one 405 8405 Let's go ahead and take a call for Alan Cable, brand new here at Animal Radio. Uh, he's the one without the Russian accent. And we go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to get to talk to you. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Fort Myers, Florida. What's the weather like? Beautiful as usual, I suspect. You know, it's warm and it's just, we're just going to have ourselves a, these scheduled afternoon thunderstorms coming up soon. Other than that, it's, yeah, it's beautiful as usual. Well, good for you. I have Alan Cable here. What's going on with the dog? Well, I have a uh, two-year-old hound terrier mix and the issue that I um, am still battling with him is play biting. Uh, he just gets so excited, and he wants to initiate play, and he'll, you know, bite me on the forearm or, you know, nip at my butt if I turn my back on him. I've tried a couple of different things, and I'm just looking for, you know, 
some advice other than be consistent and be his leader, which I already know and need to remind myself. Yeah, that's where it starts. It's kind of tough, you know, to be a dog's leader and to do it consistently because you think you're being mean, but you're actually not. Because when you give a dog structure, you're giving a dog exactly what he or she needs. And, and to get your dog to stop biting, first of all, you got toys, right? Not not the kind, you know, not that kind that you keep in the, you know, in, in the <laughs> nightstand. I'm talking about like dog toys. Easy now, yes, dog toys. <laughs> all right, you got some. Do- How many dog toys do you have? Tons. I've got, you know, uh, nylon bones and, you know, stuffed animal toys and squeaky toys and tennis balls. You name it. Very nice. I want you to get rid of all of the toys except his one or two favorites. Okay. okay. Now, mm-hmm. now, you know, when you're ready, you got to pay attention to your dog. And as soon as he makes a move to nip at you, the quickest way to stop him, stick your finger way down his throat till he's choking and go, no, <laughs> just say no. It's a firm correction. You do that three times and your dog's going to stop biting you. Be- For real? For real. It works with you too, Hal. It'll work with a man too. <laughs> it, it will. And then what you do is you immediately stick your dog's toy in his mouth and, and you l- allow him to chew that toy. And when he does, you give him praise you go good dog good dog okay. okay that's basically it you know every time he makes a move to bite you when you turn your back and your dog is jumping on you that's more of him being in charge that's disrespectful right. that's right. very disrespectful so so dogs learn respect by with space you have to force your dog to give you space and it all okay. starts with you know walking your dog on a leash teaching your dog to walk by your side going in the house before your dog teaching your dog that you are in charge. And, and, and when you start with that, you can easily train your dog in about a day not to bite you anymore and then also bite pressure just by, okay. you know, going, no, 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 no. You, you use a firm no when your dog bites down on your head. No. And then you, you know, you, like let's say you're giving him a treat. You would say, you, you, if he took it out of your hand real, real fast, you'd say, uh-uh, gentle, gentle. And you do it over and over again until your dog gets the idea that he has to gently take it out of your hand. You're being in charge. You're controlling the treat. You're controlling the food. Mm. I'm learning yeah, so much. He's, he's good. He's good with all of that. And it, it's just that, like I said, it, he gets so excited and he just wants to nip to like that's part of his play mode. And I, yeah, I, I will try those techniques to get him to to stop doing that and you know encourage all the good behavior. Yep, finger way down the throat till he chokes, then stick the toy right in his mouth and go, good dog. Okay. Okay, okay. I will try that. Let us know if it works. If it doesn't, that'll be uh, Alan's last week here on Animal Radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know if you, you lose your fingers. Stuff your finger down his throat and say, no. Well, you know, I learned that, I learned that by doing it to myself. I immediately <laughs> stop biting myself when I do that. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Lisa. Good luck on that. Have a great day there in Fort Myers. one 405 So let me get this straight. The dog is biting you, and you put your arm, fist down his throat further. Is that what you're saying? So, yeah, you put your finger way down his throat till he's gagging. It's like giving your dog a pill. Dr. Debbie knows when you give a dog a pill, he's like, you know, they hate that. And they <laughs> will when I do. Yeah. Well, not when you, how, how do you get the pill in there, Dr. Debbie? What do you do? Well, you shove your hand down their throat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Right but, down there. Not responsible for lost limbs. and. Uh, yeah, if you lose your fingers, don't. You know, don't. It's a radio show, right? Yeah. What, are you taking advice from a radio show? <laughs> well, you got another arm. You know, you lose one, there's always the other. That's why you have two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs>
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. They provide the in-room amenities for dogs like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, even dog treats. And get this specialty room service for your dog with a specialty room service menu. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. And tonight in, pet, at, uh, in Las Vegas, try, switching on my iPad real fast. <laughs> you want the paper house? Yeah, yeah. The paper, paper yeah. your way. <laughs> the gadgets don't work. Yeah, a big Elvis tonight. I guess this is uh, the big, big Elvis. Elvis yes. Big Elvis. Have you seen him? Have you seen Big Elvis? I have not seen him in person, but I have seen his performances. He is uh, obviously very big, and of course there was the thin Elvis, and then there was the uh, big Elvis. Oh. Yeah, the I, early. I, I think the big Elvis was actually better. Person. He was born without a nose. That's why. He's Not a lot big. of people know that. <laughs> that's uh, it's a little known fact that just me and Alan knew. He's playing tonight through September 28th at the Piano Bar at Harris Las Vegas. Bring your dog. Not to the show, because I don't think they'll. Unless it's a service dog, you can bring him. Yeah. A big Elvis fan. You probably could bring your dog. Well, dress him as Elvis. And or dress your him. dog as Elvis. Yes. But uh, they can stay at the hotel room. And by the way, that is available at... Uh, see, now I have to switch back to the uh, the other one. Where is it? I'm sorry. I'm technologically uh, moron. Uh, is that over here? Do we? I don't know. Uh, Push them all. Push all the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harrah's, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, and Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Wish I could rip up the uh, iPad. (laughs) Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. And forever, you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now, 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. 
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is Animal Radio, baby. <laughs> Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's uh, she's a little bit of a diva. She dresses up in her, uh, what do they call that, a dream coat? Her scarlet dream coat. Her scarlet yes. dream coat. And she eats Stella and Chewy's. And I, I say, you know, your dog doesn't need to be a diva to eat Stella and Chewy's. But I say this because she's really finicky. <laughs> really? She, She'll try something, and then a week later, she'll move on to something else. That's it. Uh, not with Stella and Chewy's. And by the way, if she wanted to move on to something else from Stella and Chewy's, there's other flavors. But she's been yes. eating this chicken flavor of Stella and Chewy's. It's the patties. They're dehydrated. Uh, natural goodness for your dogs. They're made with raw USDA-inspected meat, and they're raised naturally. No added hormones or antibiotics. And uh, you just add a little water. This is great. Uh, if you're traveling on the road, instead of opening up a can every time, and we used to do that, yeah, hundreds of cans, cans yeah. sticky cans, and then you have to clean them for the whole recycling thing. And with this, uh, with Stella and Chewy's, just pull the patties out, hydrate them, and then you have some good food, the official food of Ladybug, a studio stunt dog. You can learn more at StellaandChewy's.com, or you can call 888-477-8977. And let's take a call for Dr. Debbie. We have Jan. Hey, Jan, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? What's going on with your animals? I'm doing okay, but I have a couple of problem children. Uh, one is an eight-year-old male. All my animals are fixed. and Male, male what? What kind of critter? Uh, cat. Sorry. Kitty. All right. I have lots of kitties uh, for at present, and that's probably the top number we'll keep with for a while. Uh, Jackie is an eight-year-old male, neutered. And we recently took in a cat that was left behind. The people moved out and left her, and she was freezing to death. So we've brought her in, and she is fixed, declawed as well, and probably four years old, as far as the vet can tell. Okay. the other two cats is, is pretty much gotten used to her. She's getting used to them. Jackie is actually stalking her and attacks, and not in a nice way. He is vicious. Okay. I've never seen this kind of behavior with him at all. So when he attacks her, does is there fur flying? Is there actually a physical alteration altercation, or is it more vocal? He he's silent. He just goes for the attack, and they are going at it, hammer and tongs. Trying to kill each other by the looks of it. But they're not making any noise, though? Oh, yeah. When they're engaging okay. in the fight, they're, they're rah, 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 you okay. know, <laughs> getting loud and rowdy. All righty. And then when, after they fi- get done fighting, what's going on? What, what do the kitties do? She usually runs down to the basement where she hides. And she jumps through a hole that goes underneath the house. And she hides there for a while and comes out after a while. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, well. Yeah. This is ugly. this is a lot of fun. Now, you said you have other kitties, so you have four cats right now, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this might be a little bit more simplistic answer if we only had two kitties in the home. But in in all honesty, 
you might not have the same problem when we only have two kitties in the home. Because when we add more cat personalities into the house, that's when we can have more opportunity for these inner cat social issues. Um, So if we're at one cat, two cats, sometimes third cat, we'll see something tipping the balance of things, adding in a fourth cat, and more and more, you have a greater risk of this kind of thing happening. Now, it is possible that these two cats have something between them that we may not be able to help. So it's it's very similar to uh, having a, a college friend that you share an apartment with that you just can't get along with no matter how hard you try. So yeah. in some cases, I always keep that in the back of my mind that you can't ask a cat to behave like a non-cat. Um, so they're not dogs. So there's sometimes yeah. these personality things we just can't get to work out. But from what you're saying... Um, with an aggressor cat, when there is actually a physical aggression towards another cat, and the other cat is anxious, nervous, fearful, um, there's some different steps that we can try. Now, the, the first thing to recognize is that sometimes the fearful behavior can actually make the aggressor attack. So a cat that cowers or hisses in the response to a uh, impending attack actually can trigger that. So in a lot of cases, we'll work on focusing on the aggressor, um, but sometimes we'll kind of switch the balance and go the other direction. Um, so generally, my recommendation is to, to really kind of limit these two kitties' interactions, if at all yeah. possible, um, because They're you really... Exactly. It's very hard. Cats have a very good memory. They're like elephants, and they're going to recall that, you know, hey, yesterday there was this thing that happened between us. I'm still pissed at you, man. I'm going to take you down. So, yeah, so my guideline is three to five days of kitty timeout in between altercations. But then we really got to do some steps in the meantime. So so some of the things that we might do, one of the simplest things I would do is see about getting a a breakaway collar with a bell on uh, Jackie. And that can help the more passive kitty to know when he's coming and to take little retreat steps if necessary. Um, uh-huh. Very important because if, if her personality is such that she doesn't really want to have a lot of interactions with him, we're not going to make her. So the safest thing is to give her that opportunity to kind of get out of the way. Um, and then uh, certainly I'm a fan of pheromones, those natural scent hormones that can have a calming behavior. Uh, that benefits everybody in this situation. Uh-huh. Um now, I can tell you many- what I've tried so far. Okay. Uh, I have tried Rescue Remedy, mm-hmm. uh, and he was okay with that for a little while, but as soon as it wears off, there he goes, back into action. Okay. Um, taking him to the vet, and we had him on Kitty Prozac for a couple okay. of months, and that was almost a bigger fight getting him to take that <laughs> than the fight between the cats. Yeah, oh, God. I've tried exchanging scented socks. I put a sock in his bed and one where she lays and then exchange mm-hmm. it so that they're getting mm-hmm. used to each other's scents. And mm-hmm. no, it's not working. I have had cats all my life and always multiple cats. I have never, ever encountered anything like this. This is a one-off. It's freaky. Yeah, it, and it's very powerful when, when it does occur. And, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot of the right things, and definitely a, a good medical workup is always advised if we've yeah. got cats that say you've been together for a while and then we have some fighting. Um, yeah. If we've got a new introduction, at least we've got some trigger point there that we're really working on. Um, and there are other medications that I will often tap into besides Prozac. Um, sometimes the reality is that uh, I mentioned when we treat the aggressor, what we perceive as the aggressor cat with a medication, it can sometimes help. It can sometimes make things worse. And in some cases, we'll actually 
shift gears and medicate the cat with the anxiety. And we might try an alternate medication to help a cat who has an anxiety disorder who's really fearful and help them to kind of be more confident. And sometimes that helps to take their responses of uh, that kind of trigger that cat to to leap and to bound, um, and, and that can help in that way. So that might be the alternate way that we go along using things. Yeah. But yeah, the the reality is, it sounds like you got a lot of the great ideas. The hard thing is doing a full separation when you've got all those cat personalities in the house, <laughs> and and to really be you know faithful because if if we do a separation for kitties, it's yeah. you know keep them oh. apart, and we only start to put them closer together once there's good things like you know we feed them outside of the door. If there's any signs, little ears back, swishing tail, or they're chomping on their food too fast, those are signs they're not comfortable with the situation. And I don't like to push that reintroduction any faster. This has been very slow. Well, we wish you the best of luck with that. It sounds like it's a tough problem to deal with. We we know about that. We have a lot of cats here. Fortunately, they all get along. We're counting our blessings here, Jan. Let us know how that turns out. I will. I appreciate it. Thank you for your call today, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hey, it's Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. Uh, I want to send this one out to a buddy of mine who is constantly attacking my my Facebook status updates about my children. And when he calls me and I have one of my kids doing my outgoing message, sounding more adorable than ever. You've reached Vinny. He's not here right now. When this friend of mine hears it, he's that is so ridiculous having your kid. That's so corny. He doesn't have children. He He's never wanted children. That's fine. But he is the most over-the-top dog lover. He has three dogs. Uh, when one of his beloved dogs passed away the, uh, last year or so, a dog was 18 years old, I believe, he wept and wept, and, and rightfully so, 18 years with the dog. Uh, and, and he's a writer, as well, like I like to consider myself to be, and he wrote this incredibly touching ode to the loss of his dog. This past September, my daughter started first grade, and uh, I didn't even try to approach the same uh, degree of sentimentality, of course, but I was still sentimental enough to say, I remember holding a baby in my arms, and I saw a six-year-old walk out the door today and uh, had to wipe a tear from my... And he attacked me. That is so corny. What is wrong with you? What a weepy cry, baby. How can you love a dog the way you do? And yet not a little, a small child. Who are you? W.C. Fields? I don't, I don't even understand what kind of, I think there's, he has a split personality. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I honestly think he would like my kids more. Uh, like when he met them, I'm like, you know, say hello. This is my daughter, Stella. This is my son, Luke. And he went, hi. He's about 50 years old. He's very grumpy. I really think he would have liked it better if I said, uh, these are my kids. This is Rover and this is Marley. And he would have been like, hello. he would have touched the tops of their mess, tussled their hair. Hello, Rover. Hello, Marley. Vinny Pet, party animal on Animal Radio. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. 
Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-939-8955. That's 1-800-939-8955. 1-800-939-8955. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance, even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, whether you've owned a dog for several years and now the storks have decided to pay you a little visit or you just recently had a baby and you're contemplating adding a dog, you're going to be happy to know that dogs bring much more to the table than just a few giggles and joy. A recent European study found that babies who live with a dog were less likely to develop breathing problems and infections. The study was done in Europe and it found that Finnish babies raised with canine companions were less likely to need antibiotics and they also suffered fewer weeks of sickness compared to babies that lived in a dog-free home. The study that was published in the Journal of Pediatrics was conducted on 397 infants whose parents recorded their health and their contacts with dogs and cats in diaries. They found that infants who were raised with a dog in the home were overall more protected against respiratory conditions during their first year of life. Indeed, the infants that were raised in a dog-friendly home were subjected to fewer weeks spent with a cough, ear infection, and runny nose. In addition, they were required fewer antibiotics compared to infants raised in a dog-free home. You know what? They said this about breastfeeding too. So a dog or breastfeeding, it's all, it's all the same thing. Well, not quite, but uh, that's good to know. Despite a global outcry from animal rights activists, a dog was put to sleep in Belfast, Ireland, because city officials said it looked like a pit bull. The seven-year-old pug-nosed dog, Lennox, was at the center of a two-year legal battle between his owners and the Belfast City Council. It's a sad story. The city's dog warden seized Lennox in 2010, claiming he was a dangerous pit bull-type dog, according to the Associated Press. Pit bulls are illegal in the United Kingdom. Lennox's owners argued he was 
was not only not dangerous, he wasn't even a pit bull. In court, Lennox owner Caroline Barnes said that the dog had never bitten anybody, but she would muzzle him around strangers. The case sparked outrage among animal rights groups, and they inspired a Save Lennox campaign, an online petition that collected more than 200,000 signatures. Some, including celebrity dog trainer Victoria Stilwell, offered to adopt the dog in the U.S., where pit bulls are legal. But last month, the senior appeals court in Northern Ireland upheld a lower court ruling that called for Lennox to be put down. A growing number of medical researchers say more than 8 million women are at risk of a difficult-to-treat bladder infection because superbugs that are resistant to antibiotics and that are growing in chickens are being transmitted to humans in the form of E. coli. We're finding the same or related E. coli in human infections in retail meat sources, specifically chicken. According to Amy Manges, she's an ophthalmologist at McGill University in Montreal. If the medical researchers are right, this is compelling new evidence of a direct link between the pervasive, difficult-to-cure human disease and antibiotic-fed chicken that people buy at the grocery store. What this new research shows is we may, in fact, know where it's coming from. It may be coming from antibiotics that are used in agriculture. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Stay tuned for a million dollar dream body announcement do you want to lose weight how about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day you've seen it on tv with chuck norris and christy brinkley they love the total gym well we're out to prove once and for all that the total gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day so if you want to try it give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the total gym for just one dollar if you call right now 1-800-335-2589 that's right the first callers right now from this station get to try the famous total gym for 30 days for just one dollar the total gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Six four zero five eight four zero five. That's 
toll free to the Dream Team, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. The season of stars continues, and today we have one of my favorite comedians, <laughs> Paula Poundstone, is joining us. Hi, Paula. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, doing splendid, thank you. You're on tour, aren't you? Hey, I'm. It's a perpetual tour, though. It's not the kind that's on the back of a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's like it's a tour like how you eat perpetually you know? eating yeah up. you just do it every day anyway you're going to be in san luis obispo and jamestown you're on jamestown on the second is that correct august 2nd that sounds right you don't have it in front of you and you shouldn't you know you should have people that you take care of that yeah, stuff they just you, take, you just get in the bus and they take you i gotta i gotta get some people <laughs> no people will not I don't, have any, I don't have any people but you, you do have a pretty big family though i do I have, let's see, I have three, I have three kids, 16 cats. Yeah, wow, 16 cats. Yeah, and you know, people say to me all the time, you know, I get, when I say how many cats I have, I get that, that sort of judgmental gasp, you know, <laughs> you know that one, and they go, how did you get 16 cats? And I can tell you exactly how I got 16 cats, which I, I had 15, and I got one more. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> And I think the fact of a question like that really concerns me about America's relationship with math. <laughs> Not that hard to figure out. I, I ended up. I, we. We. I, I have. Uh, I have a lockbird bunny, a, a bearded dragon lizard, and one ant left from my ant farm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had an ant farm when I was, uh, and I couldn't keep those ants alive on a bed. But you have one ant still I'm left. I'm the exact same way. I can't keep them alive on the farm. Can't kill them in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just hanging out in his little. Is it a little Uncle Milton's ant farm? One of those green ones. That is exactly right. Where you know, and and I'll tell you something. Part of the reason I, I'm fascinated by ants, they have such a work ethic. You know. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't have but a teeny bean, you know. They, 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 they can't be the brightest creatures on the earth because their heads just aren't big enough. And yet they know exactly what to do, right? The minute you pour them in, because you don't get the ants when you buy them. You have to buy the ants separate. Oh, yeah. So you uh-huh. get the farm, and you put the sand in the farm, and then it's just solid sand, and then you put the ants in, and they get to work right away. They tunnel uh, within the first day of having them, they've got pretty much everything under control. They have, sometimes it depends on the ants, but for some ants, they actually have separate rooms for different things. Um, for example, um, uh, they, they have a burial ground, which I know because it's full right now. I only have one ant left. <laughs> and uh, they even have a period of mourning, although my ants hasn't been able to uh, have that because uh, he's doing all the farming on his own right yeah, now. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. It's yeah. kind of a lonely thing for him, and usually they work together. I can't imagine one single ant. Uh, yeah, you know. he pretty much cries and plows, cries and plows. <laughs> Back to the cats, because you know what? We, when we moved into our house, we had, to, you know, people, when they ask the landlord how many cats, or they, they tell the landlord how many cats they have, they usually divide it in half. You know, if you yeah, have. Yeah, they only admit yeah. to half of them. Yeah, that's if, right. If you have four cats, you say you have two cats. Now, you have no, you own your house, obviously, I would imagine. No, we, we rent. You rent. Now, so we you, only have three cats. Three cats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, you don't, you're absolutely right. It's sort of like hiring a contractor. You know how they always say you have to, for, con- for, for construction, my son is kindly making a loud noise. Well, you have, you have three kids that you've adopted? I do, I have, I have, I have three, I have three kids, but two of them are really hard, so it's like having 16. <laughs> Now, who takes care of, like, cleaning the litter and all that? I mean, that's a lot of litter to clean. I do it. 
You, I can't imagine you walking around from litter to litter cleaning them all day uh, long. Yeah, you know what? I, you know, I have a callus on my hand from uh, sifting. I swear to you, uh, it is my job. I, I always have sort of a little. Uh, I'm always kind of, you know, vibrating ever so slightly, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, from the sifting motion, and uh, you know, my hand is always kind of rocking a little bit, and, and uh, people sometimes think it's, you know, some sort of neurological problem, and I say, no, no, it's, it's sixteen cats. Um, and you know, once you have sixteen, by the way, a lot of the love goes out of it. You're, you're more of a you're more of a cat haver after that. You just have them. They're here, and I take good care of them, by the way. But they're uh, you know they're annoying beyond belief. Well, I'm a little concerned about your bearded dragon and his constitutionals. How's he doing? Why? What's wrong with the dragon? He, well, there was a little problem there for a while, but he's uh, he's good now. He's he's good. Actually, you know what? At one point, I took him out. I put him on a, a, a leash, and uh, his head. Slowly turn because you know they have eyes sort of almost on the side of their head. And uh-huh. His head slowly turned sideways, and he and he looked up and just froze for a while. Uh, like you could tell, he was thinking, "You got a really big hole in your screen." <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of used to a, a you know a somewhat somewhat limited life, I guess. But uh, I, I, it's you know I can never tell. He seems happy to me. He seems like he's not constipated anymore. No, thank goodness. That was a horrible episode in our lives, I'm telling you. Nothing worse than a constipated bearded dragon. Well, you know. No, and by the way, in, t- in, terms of, uh, uh, in terms of waste product, oh my heavens. Really? Yeah. You know what? Forget nuclear weapons. <laughs> Forget a large arsenal. Take a plane, fill it with that. Uh, you know what? Any nation will bow to our will. <laughs> Okay, well let's uh, let's give the website out where people can find out what city you're in. Uh, is it uh, is it over at paulapoundstone dot com? It is at paulapoundstone dot com. What else are you going to find over there? Um, well, actually, I'm, I, I, I've I've been making some films about my my garden this summer. I have a rogue zucchini. A rogue zucchini. What what do you mean by that? Uh, well, you know, I'm not much of a gardener. Last year, I planted bell peppers, eggplant, spinach. Corn and tomatoes came up. <laughs> Where did this come from? I have no idea why. I'm telling you, nothing else grew except for tomatoes, and most of those were eaten by a rat. And then this year, I planted uh, a bunch of stuff, including tomatoes, including, you know, what, this is pretty much the same array. And I planted, however, zucchini. And the zucchini leaves just took over everything. It looked like that scene in Lost in Space when the plants <laughs> ate the deuteronium and grew really big and then reproduced Judy. Um, they just grew huge, and they and they killed all the other vegetables. Uh-oh. People don't think of uh, zucchini as violent. No, you don't. A, no. My, my, my friend Gordon describes it as a cage fight in my in my garden. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've, I, you know, I've made some... I, uh, so there's a lot of films on there. There's a 24-hour camera uh, on my on my cat's food and water bowls. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna go oh, check that yeah. out in just a second. Yeah. Well, of course they don't eat all the time. No, you know, when they're there, ours it's a spectacle do. to see. I feel. Yeah. Well, 16 of them. Yeah. That's a lot of food. Uh, the other day, somebody was telling me there's a more environmentally friendly 
um, kitty litter, which I would really love to uh, partake because, uh, you know, it's a big part of our lives. Kitty litter, that yeah. is. Yeah, sometimes I say to myself, okay, should I, can the kids go to college or do I get more kitty litter? That's kind of where we are. <laughs> that's, that a, right that's a tough decision there, what yeah. to do there. Okay, so check out the website, paulapoundstone.com. Check her out on tour. She's just as wild there as she is on the phone. You know what I love about you is, you, you know, so many comedians come out, they have the same old routine over and over. They can't ad lib worth a fart. And people actually think you have plants in the audience because you, you deal with people and have immediate witty responses for them. It's my favorite part of the night. I do the time-honored, where are you from, what do you do for a living? And in this way, um, uh, little biographies of the crowd emerge, of individuals in the crowd, and I kind of use that to set my sails for what to talk about and where to go, and it seems to work pretty good. You do it good. Check her out in concert. Paula Poundstone right here on Animal Radio. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Radio, you lucky dog. 1-866-405-8405. And I don't know if you caught this news story over the weekend. In Talkeetna, Alaska. Talkeetna. They don't have a lot of great eligible candidates running for office there. So during the campaigns, they have these write-ins. And for the last 15 years, they've been writing in Stubbs the Cat. So for Talkeetna, Alaska, Stubbs the Cat, 15th term. There should be term limits. He has won and is the mayor of Of Talkeetna, Alaska. That's perfect. It is. Stubbs the Cat. That's great. Wish we could do that for president. Just goes to show you don't really notice a politician when he's gone. It never fails to amaze me when I run into great companies that do great work for the animals as well as producing great products for the animals. And one company that's been forefront for that is Planet Dog. And they've uh, they've established the Planet Dog Foundation. They make great things that are usually Earth-friendly. But not only that, they give a lot of money to different organizations. I welcome to the show Kristen Smith. Hi, Kristen. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm playing with the uh, Orby. The, uh, you know what? I don't know what this is. It's like an Orby ball inside of a big spoon that you uh, throw and the, the dog goes. You don't have to do any kind of workout, but the dog gets a big workout. Been, oh, you must be playing with our woodchuck. The woodchuck, yes. That's right. A lot of fun, I'll tell you. And uh, I don't get a lot of exercise, but Joey, I got Joey <laughs> running all the way to the other side of the studio and back to grab it, and he's lost about 40 pounds so far just playing this game. Well, that's great. I think I'll start playing with it more often myself. Why are you guys so, uh, I don't know, generous? Well, it's just been part of our mission since day one to give back some of of what we get with our fantastic products, and we love giving back and supporting service dog programs all over the country that are helping dogs to help people in need. I see that you've just awarded new grants to eight canine service organizations across the country. Well, let's see. We did did a grant to Freedom Service Dogs, which is based in Colorado, where all of the dogs that they train as service dogs are rescue groups. Uh, We did several uh, several grants to some smaller canine search and rescue programs to help them fund some of their training activities since most of the people that do uh, search and rescue work are all volunteers and it gets very expensive to do that work. Love the products. Pretty earth friendly, I'd say. Absolutely. They're all non-toxic, made in the USA, um, all recyclable and all lots and lots of fun. Besides the uh, woodchuck that I'm playing with here, you've also got shampoo, a brand new shampoo line of uh, like the waterless two-in-one shampoo, which I know Joey loves. Can I, use I it love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> 
Can I use it on my cat? Absolutely. It's completely non-toxic, and it has it will um, be fine on a cat, on a dog, on a kid, on anything you need. On how? We have the oatmeal. We also have a healing shampoo uh, that's really good for hot spots or um, for severe itchy skin and that kind of thing. Mm, and the deodorizing shampoo for the stinky dog or the smelly cat. Or someone who's had a run-in with a skunk against oh, their yeah. will. I understand we have some giveaways today. One of them is the Orby Tough Maisie Puzzle. The Maisie is our new interactive toy. So what it is is we have it's got a clear outer ball, and then inside of that there's actually a maze shape. And you can put some treats in there, and the dog bats it around trying to get the treats out. I like that because yeah. I would just put some, I'd put a diamond ring in for my wife and just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's do it now. one 405 8405 and we'll hook you up with the shampoo or the Orby Tough Maisie puzzle for uh, your dog. It's all brought to us by Planet Dog. I encourage you to head on over to their website at planetdog.com. Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, doing it toll free at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you can't pick us up on any one of the one hundred and two AM FM stations that play Animal Radio or XM Satellite Radio, don't forget you can get the Animal Radio app for iPhone or for Android. It is free, and not only will you hear the show, but you can also send us questions. Check out the website. A lot of good things. It's an app. There's an app for that now, the Animal Radio app. There's an app for everything. I love that. And uh, we're actually, the studios are now electronic in nature. We have an iPad with all the papers. So a lot of new technology happening here. I'm not ready to give up my papers yet, though. Yeah, you still have your papers. I print everything, too. I I have to do it. I have to look at that hard copy. I know. Me, too. I'm the same way. Not ready yet. I have a hard time of where do I put my notes now, but I guess I can do that on the iPad, too. Will you teach me how to do that after the show? I will. Alan Cable is joining us. He's brand new to Animal Radio. He's a dog trainer extraordinaire, has a big old mud at home. What's his name again? Rudy. Rudy. I don't know why I keep forgetting that. Rudy. (laughs) Rude dog. Rude dog. And he's big. How much does he weigh? Weighs 120 pounds. Holy moly. Takes a big dog. He's supposedly in lean weight, you say? Right? (laughs) Me? Well, it takes a big dog to keep my mother-in-law away, man. I I I need protection. (laughs) Oh, I have a question for you, Dr. Debbie. A few minutes ago, we were Uh talking about this guy. In fact, we've dedicated the show to Raymond Favero, 55-year-old guy out of Tyler, Texas. He's, uh, let's see, he's been placed on five years probation, fined $150,000, payable to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Fund, and ordered to pay $50,000 in restitution to the Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation for what you say for illegally obtaining wild tail, white tail deer semen. Which oh, dear. Uh, apparently worth about $50,000. I didn't realize that. Yikes. No, was this obtained from a live animal or a deceased? A live, as far as I know, a live animal. I don't know. Yeah, because the there's, government's, the government's there's always killing the fun. Can, yeah. Well, the there's fun. ways that, different ways this can happen. So the reason I ask is that after a buck is dead, there, you can basically take the testicles, put them on ice, and, and have the semen extracted. So oh, that's, that's one way. She says that with a big old smile on her face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, wait, what's wait, for wait. dinner? What's for dinner tonight? You want to hear the better, well, the better ways, the live ways that we get uh, semen out of critters. Um, we can take, um, 
what we call an artificial vagina, where it's basically you get two deer together and you put this kind of female condom on the female and collect it while they're doing their deed. Hmm. That's one so way. Did, uh, deers are very smart. <laughs> <laughs> the more interesting way, and the part will get your your toes curling, is um, the ele- electro ejaculator that they put. Holy up. moly! <laughs> Their rectum. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so- hold on, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy has a question. Hold on. <laughs> you asked. You wanted to know. Well, I want to know also. It's worth fifty thousand dollars, really. I mean, wow. What's why so much? I mean, what are they doing with this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Why is it illegal? How do you get it legally? If there's a legal way to do it, why can't we just do it that way? What's the legal way to do it? So many questions, so little time. Yeah. Is there a picture of the artificial thingy you were yeah, just talking about? I'm looking about? for it right yeah. now. I'll send you one, and it's nothing that's going to get you excited. <laughs> Reproduction wow. in animals is really just a stinky, yucky thing, and including humans, really. I'm thinking if the deers knew it was worth $50,000, they'd be at a bank right, right away making a deposit there. Okay, so there you go. Let's uh, let's hit some of the uh, emails that we just got on the... Uh, well, that's a complaint. File that in complaints, please. Yeah. Complaint section. <laughs> there you go. That's what we do with the complaints here at Animal Radio. And, uh, oh, that's another complaint. Holy moly. <laughs> Who are they, they complaining, complaining about? Yeah. Joy Behar on the show last week. They're, they're, they're bitching about Joy Behar. I wonder what that's about. Really? She, there's a lot of passionate haters out there. Uh, this one is, uh, oh, this looks like it's for Dr. Debbie. It comes from Malaya. She says, can dogs be born without a nose? My gosh. Ooh. That'd be like Flavor Flav without a clock around his That neck. would be very unusual. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering why she's asking, but the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, we can see some abnormalities where um, a dog or a cat is not born with a nose. Um, a lot of times it may be associated with uh, kind of like the cleft palate uh, type abnormality. Um, but, you know, just because they don't have a nose doesn't mean they're not, you know, still a lovable creature. Um, noses are actually quite external. They do all their smelling with the internal structure, so hmm. it's possible. Okay. Wow. There you go. That question, by the way, came in on the uh, app for iPhone, which uh, you can ask your questions on your iPhone on the Animal Radio app. Uh, this one on Facebook. And by the way, you can get us at Facebook at Animal Radio or tweet us at Animal Radio. And if you like us over at Facebook, every day throughout this next week, we're giving away some great things just for liking us over there. Be our Facebook friend. I'm your friend. I know you are. <laughs> uh, if you If you haven't liked Dr. Debbie yet. She's got her. She just embraced the Facebook world, just like the last couple of weeks. Yes, yes. What took can a dog nose be born without a dog? (laughs) Just the nose is what you're Uh, asking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't nose about that one. (laughs) This uh, came in from Larry, and this is for Alan. Uh, What do you do if your dog does not like cats? What do you do if your dog does not like cats? I well, how does he know? Yeah. How does he know his dog doesn't like? You know, th- some dogs have the prey instinct and they just want to chase. So if a, usually when a cat sees a dog, he's like, "Oh gosh, I got to get out of here," and they run. And if a dog has the prey instinct, the dog chases the cat. But if you have a cat in your house and you know, your dog and cat live in the same house, are you going to bring a dog home or you're going to bring a cat into the house? You need to associate the cat with pleasure. 
And the uh, best way to do it would be to isolate the dog, maybe put him in his crate. And, and whenever you're nice to the cat, you're nice to the dog. You give him a treat. You're extra specially nice to the dog when the cat is around. And the dog will learn to associate the cat with pleasure and not something unpleasurable. And that's that's probably the way I would do it. What I did with mine is when I brought my dog into the house of four cats, I put it in a pen in the living room, kept the dog in there. And if the cats were curious, they came up to the pen. And one actually jumped in and became best buddies with the dog. Is that it Nike? Took, you're talking about yeah, Nike? Yeah, it took a while. I mean, I had that pen up for almost a year. You know, and I'd let the dog out and monitor him around the cats. But uh, well, Mikey thinks he is a dog. Yeah, he Doesn't does. He? Yeah, mm. but it works slowly. They got along. That's good to hear. There, I hope we answered your question, Larry, and hopefully we didn't confuse you more. Well, that's all we have time for today. Remember, you can visit us over at the Facebook page at facebook.com slash animal radio or tweet us at animal radio or your voice at animal radio.com. That's the old fashioned way email. That's old fashioned now. Or call us all week at 1 866 405 8405. Don't forget a lot going on over at the website at animal radio.com. I want to thank Paula Poundstone for joining us today. And we'll catch you next week right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.